Welcome to the West Side Audio Message Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you're looking for more ways to connect with West Side Assembly of God, feel free to check us out at www.westsideag.org. You'll find all the information about our service times, upcoming events, and opportunities for you to plug in and get connected with West Side Assembly of God. Additionally, you'll find a complete online archive of all of the previous and current messages absolutely free of charge. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message, and thanks again for downloading the West Side Audio Message Podcast. The title of the message today is Plugging In, Plugging Into His Passion and Power of Pentecost. Plugging Into His Passion and and power of Pentecost. But you know, I always like to have a little subtitle, and I like to have a little thing to kind of help me preach and to help you and for you to remember the message. So the title, the subtitle of the message is, Just Plug In. <laughs> Just plug in. Look at your neighbor and shout, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Just plug in. You understand as I preach this message today about plugging in. Someone shout, just plug in. The church of Jesus Christ in the book of Acts was birthed in flaming power. For 40 days, Jesus appeared unto them after his crucifixion and resurrection and showed, as Luke's, as Acts says, showed himself after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them for 40 days, speaking pertaining the kingdom of God. He showed himself first. To Mary Magdalene, out of whom he cast out seven devils. And he showed himself first unto women. Now, women back in Bible days was the last people that you wanted to, to if, if you wanted your story to be true and to be validated, women was the last people that you wanted to, to be validated. And Mary Magdalene was a prostitute, I mean, well, not a prostitute, but Mary Magdalene, he cast out seven devils out of her. So she had a checkered past and a questionable past about her, but she had an encounter with Jesus, and Jesus changed all of that, for he said in the new covenant, women are used in the new covenant, and it doesn't matter if you have a checkered past, I want to use you today, and let me just speak to the women today in the house of the Lord, some of you women may feel inadequate, some of you may feel insecure, some of you may have a checkered past. Uh, some of you may have one time been with Lottie Dottie and everybody, uh, but that's the past. Uh, Jesus died for your past uh, to give you a future. Uh, Jesus died uh, for your insecurities uh, so that you can be secure in him. Uh, Jesus died for your hang-ups uh, so your hang-ups uh, won't hang on you no more. Uh, Jesus died uh, for your sins uh, so that you uh, can be set free watch this now and he wants to use all of you uh, and all the women it says in the last days uh, your women shall prophesy uh, Philip had four daughters uh, that prophesied 
God wants to use the women to bring his word out. Go tell them that I've risen from the dead. The second people he appeared to, he appeared unto the two of them while they was on their way to Emmaus. Your Bible says he appeared unto them into a different form. So they didn't recognize him. But while they were walking, Brother Jason, Jesus asked, what are you talking about along the way? And one of them named Clopas says, we're talking about the things which just happened. And then Jesus asked a rhetorical question. And the rhetorical question was says, what things? And he said, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, he was a man of word and deed and power. And how we believed that he was sent from God. But he was brought to the Pharisees and the Romans and they crucified him. And now three days had passed and the women went to the tomb and he that was dead, they says alive now. And Jesus said, does it not behoove you that the Son of Man should die and rise again? And beginning with Moses, your Bible says, he began to reveal to them exactly who he was. And they was at Emmaus. And Jesus acted like he was going to go further, Brother Andrew. But they constrained him and said, stay with us. And they stay, he stayed with them. And while they was break, while he was breaking the bread, they began begin to see the nail scars in his hands and when they begin to see that they recognize who he was and he disappeared from their sight and they said did our hearts burn within us while he spoke with us along the way and they went back and said it is true the Lord has risen now these revelations I want to let you know Jesus was just not popping in and popping out. Forty days he walked with them. Forty days he talked with them. Forty days he ate with them. So I just don't want you to think that he just popped in and popped out. These are just appearances that he had. He appeared unto the eleven right after that. And he showed him, Pastor, his hands and his side. He was transparent before them. And if, we ever, if we're ever going to win this world for Jesus Christ, if we're ever going to fill this church up and for Westside to be the church of power, it is time for us to stop faking it till we make it, and it's time for us to show the world the wounds and the pain that we have. When Jesus showed his hands and his side, they saw that he was the Lord. When the world begins to see your pain and your suffering that you have in your life, uh, your hurt that you have, uh, but you say, I, have, I may have hurt, uh, I may have pain in my body, uh, but here's the good thing, uh, I know a man named Jesus uh, that touched me, uh, I know a man named Jesus uh, that made me whole again, uh, when he showed them uh, his wounds, am I preaching to anybody today, and his side that says, and they knew then that he was the Lord. When they see your transparency and see that the only way you got out of your situation was God on your side, they'll see 
that the God that you worship is real. That's free. In the midst of all of that, here comes Thomas. Eight days pass. They said, we've seen the Lord. They said, oh, well, that's fine. You've seen him. I haven't seen him. They said, we've seen him. He said, hey, I got to see in my hands the print of the nail. Put my hand in the print of the nail. Thrust his hand aside and I will believe. See, Thomas represents a lot of us in here today. Uh, got to see to believe. <laughs> Eight days pass. The door's being locked for, for fear of the Jews. Came Jesus. By the way, little side note. All this introduction stuff, but side note. Whatever door is locked in your life, Jesus can enter it. And the doors being locked for fear of the Jews came Jesus and said, Peace be unto them. And he said, Thomas, come here. I got to talk to you. Come here, come here, come here, come here. See my hands. See my hands. See where they pound the spikes in my hands. Take your hand from my hand and thrust it in my side. Stop pouting, Thomas. Hmm? Ah, some of you, you're pouting. Pouting over your circumstance. Pouting under your mess that you're going through. Some of you are doubting God. God can do it for somebody else, but can't do it for me. You're doubting, can God really set you free? You're doubting, can God really do these things in your life? Stop doubting. Stop pouting and start shouting. Jesus was letting him know. Because why you need to shout? Because the person that can set you free is in the midst of you. The person that can heal you is in the midst of you. The person that can bring you out of your mess and turn it to a miracle is in the midst of you. You got to realize. Stop your pouting. Stop your doubting. And start shouting. Because Jesus is in the house. And where Jesus is, there is salvation. Where Jesus is, there is healing. Where Jesus is, there is deliverance. Where Jesus is, there is peace. Where Where Jesus is. Stop your doubting. Stop your pouting. Start your shouting. <laughs> I came to preach today. The last time he appeared unto them, Pastor, he appeared unto them the last time. So I'm getting out of here. And Peter. And the disciples still asked a question, said, Lord, now wait a minute, before you leave, is this the time that you're going to restore Israel again? Is this the time that you're going to wipe out the Romans and establish your kingdom on Mount Zion? Is this the time um, that you're going to be king of kings and lord of lords? I'm sure Jesus, if we just imagine, if I looked at Peter and the disciples just said, you don't get it. It is not for you to know the times and the seasons, Jesus said, which the Father has given unto you. But you shall receive power. 
dunamis, power, power over the devil, power over this world, power over sin, power over diseases, power over things. You shall receive power and you will be my witness. Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. It's not about you. It's not about your church. It's not about the preachers. It's not about the evangelists. It's not about the fellowship. You shall be a witness unto me. You got to learn to keep the main thing the main thing. That's the problem with the churches today. We're getting caught up in all kinds of other things. And we're not keeping the main thing the main thing. My daddy said keep the main thing the main thing in your life. And your life will be much better. And the main thing, someone shall keep the main thing the main thing. Someone shall keep the main thing the main thing. And here's the main thing. It's not about you. You shall be a witness unto me. It's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. If I be lifted up, as our pastor said a couple weeks ago, I will draw all men unto me. It's about Jesus. Jesus in the morning. Jesus at supper time. Jesus for the drunk. Jesus for the alcoholic. Jesus for the backslider. Jesus for the down and out. Jesus for the sinner. Jesus for the White House. Jesus for your house. You shall be witnesses unto me. But tear in the city until you're doing with power from on high. Something began to happen, Brother Frank. Jesus began to lift up just a little higher. And as he continued to bless them, he lifted up just a little bit higher. And a little bit higher. Wouldn't you love to have been there? CNN would love to have been there that day. Fox News would love to have been there that day. Huh? The social media would love to be there that day. As he just began to rise just a little higher. And a little higher. And a little higher. And a little higher. And a little higher. Until he was taken out of their sight. And two men said, why are you looking up into the heavens? This same Jesus that wiped the blindness from blind Bartimaeus, this same Jesus that healed the woman with the issue of blood, this same Jesus that died and rose again shall come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Ten days happened. The day of Pentecost happened. They was all in one accord in one place. Am I preaching all right? Can I? St- are, you, are, you, are you bored? All righty. Pardon me. Ten days passed. The day of Pentecost came. And it says, while the day of Pentecost come, they were all in one place and one voice. One place, one voice. You remember those productions we used to put on years ago? Remember we used to be here late at night? When I was associate pastor, there was an all-church, all-church uh, sing. All the churches were involved. 
to be involved in this choir scene that we was going to uh, reach to the, to the city. And all the churches, some of the churches were represented. And I remember sitting there, and the, the director said to us, now we're going to pray, and we're going to pray that we become one voice and sing in harmony. And every now and then, he will have to stop them. Kind of like how you guys do in your worship time. Huh? He had to stop them because somebody was flat. You're flat. You got to come in harmony with everybody else. Hmm. The church, a lot of folks are flat these days. And the reason why the power of God has not fallen because we haven't come in unison. We haven't come in oneness of the spirit of God. You're flat. You got to come in the right harmony and sing the right praises and the right song. It says, and when they came together in one accord, there came a sound from heaven. Didn't come from the boardroom. Came from heaven. Didn't come from the deacon board. Came from heaven. Didn't come from the senior folks. Came from heaven. Didn't come from the youth group. It came from heaven. It didn't come from the preachers. It came from heaven. It didn't come uh, from anything else. It didn't come from the White House. Uh, It came from heaven. Uh, It's time uh, that we get to the place uh, that we hear the sound of heaven uh, once again. Came from heaven. Filled them all. They went out. 3,000 were saved. 5,000 were saved. Chapter 2, I've got to get to my, energy. I gotta get to my points here. Say, say, he's getting there. Say, he's getting there. He's getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Here we go, chapter 2. Uh, chapter 3, we had a man there uh, who, was, who was blind for all these years. Uh, and Peter and John, being filled with boldness, uh, says, Silver and gold, I have none, but such I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. Man got up and walk. Chapter 4 comes, and they're being persecuted for this thing. Persecuted. For this act, persecuted for these different things. And in the midst of all of that, Peter and John, being filled with the Holy Ghost, said, We rather obey God than obey man. For there is only one name given unto man. That man can't be saved. That's the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But somehow, after this, they told them, Get out of here. Don't talk in that name anymore. And the disciples came back and they said, uh, we counted a glory to be, to be shamed, to, to be persecuted for the name of Christ. Uh, and they assembled together and said in the midst of this persecution, we need to plug in uh, to the power of Pentecost. Uh, for we need Pentecost now, uh, every moment, uh, every hour, uh, every day uh, of our life. And somehow between Pentecost and the early church and the 21st century church, we have lost the power. We have unplugged from the source. Many of us have smartphones. Many of us 
have tablets. Many of us have different kind of machines that we have. And they need to be plugged up every now and then. I remember going to Springfield, Missouri one time traveling, and I remember I left my, my, my uh, charger for my car at home. Springfield, Missouri is seven hours away from here. And so I was being very, very careful brought around talking on the phone because I didn't want to wear my battery out. But you laugh at that. But here's the thing. Many of you, you have unplugged yourself from the power source in which you need in your life. And it's time that we plug back in once again. When powerless Pentecost has become the norm instead of the exception in Pentecostal charismatic churches, it is time that we plug back in to his power when it seems like we have more deserts and more wilderness than we do oases and downpourings. It's time that we plug back in to his power when we when we cannot pierce the heavenlies with our prayers. It is time that we plug back in to his power when so-called churches who want stood under the doctrines of this book are now beginning to fall and falter and shake and fall down like a house of cards into a place of compromise. It's time that we plug back in to his power. The Presbyterian church, the Methodist church, has now came just recently of changing the wording in their doctrine to accept same-sex marriages and ordaining ministers to, to, uh, to officiate in gay and lesbian uh, uh, marriages. It is time that we get back to the power source and plug back in again. When preachers, when preachers, that's the wrong one, my brother, when preachers are turning their churches into a sex pool to sin on spring break. It's time that we plug back in. This church right here that you see is called New Life Church in Orlando, Florida. Last spring break, they turned their church into a nightclub. Monday, they had come as you are. Bring everything but your, but your clothes. On Tuesday, they had Monte Gras. On Wednesday, on Thursday, they had a rave day of just painting each other. Uh, you don't have to have wear any clothes. Just paint yourself uh, as, as you were. Uh, and I want to let you know, the pastor was saying, uh, we hope to reach out uh, to the world. Uh, well, when you're starting to look like the world uh, and smell like the world uh, and talk like the world, uh, you can't win the world uh, for Jesus Christ. So-called preachers smiling like chest iron cats on TV saying that the Bible is irrelevant. People like Rob Bell saying that he accepts same-sex marriages and same-sex marriages is okay because people are lonely and you need somebody to be with you 
along the way. Let me tell you something, Rob Bell. If you're listening to this today, you don't need somebody to be along the way. You need a Savior. You need Jesus to walk with you along the way. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you even unto the end of the world. And while I'm on this, Pastor and I, thank you. Pastor and I was talking just the other day, last Wednesday. I said, well, you know, the New York Times wants us to change the Bible. That's the kind of thing me and preachers, we, we preachers, we do from time to time. We just laugh at the world from time to time. But New York Times wants us to change the word because they feel the word is not relevant and we can't reach the world with the world because the world wants to have their cake and eat it too. But I want to let you know, uh, this book uh, that I have in my hand uh, and this book that you have in your cell phones uh, and this book that you have uh, in your lap, uh, uh, men may try to deny it uh, and New York Times uh, may try uh, to try to tell us to change it. Uh, But I want to let you know today, uh, it is still uh, the inerrant, uh, God-breathed word uh, of the living God. Uh, Although, uh, although... uh, Harry Potter uh, sold millions of copies. Uh, This book uh, is still uh, the best seller uh, that the world uh, has ever seen before. I'm stirred up today. Someone shout plug in. John Wesley said this thing is not going to be overthrown from the outside. This is going to be overthrown from the inside. From his preachers and his teachers who no longer believe in his doctrine nor practice it. But it is time for us in the midst of this persecution And if you don't think persecution is not going on, you are not listening to our pastor on on Sundays. Uh, You are not hearing this preacher today. Uh, You are not keeping up with the times. Uh, And you need to wake up spiritually uh, because you're sleeping in the midst uh, of a revolution and you don't even know it. Uh, I want to let you know today uh, that we are in the midst of an onslaught uh, from hell uh, and persecution uh, that's coming to this place. I'm stirred up about it because we need to plug back in. James, uh, Pastor John Lindo, and I'm going to get to my points. John Lindo, a pastor, uh, a Simpson God pastor uh, there in uh, 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 James River in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, one of my good friends, my, my brothers in the faith, 9,000 uh, congregation, great man of God. He told his 9,000 congregation on Tuesday, last Tuesday, to vote yes to repeal the sexual orientation and identity thing that would change the restrooms for transgenders to, to, to go into women's restrooms and for women to go into women if they feel like they're a man. He said, I want you to, he told his 9,000 uh, congregation of people, he didn't, he didn't sugarcoat it, he didn't say, well, you just vote what was in your heart. He didn't say that. He said, vote yes. And on Tuesday, the votes came in. The votes start going towards no. No, no, 
no, no, no, repeal. But then in the afternoon, the yeses start coming in. And the yeses start coming in. And the yeses start coming in. Yes, we want to repeal this thing. And by the end of the day, 50% of Springfield, Missouri has said yes to repealing this thing. I want to let you know today, it is time that we stand up and plug in to the power of Pentecost more than ever before. Someone shout plug in. Point number one. So you've been preaching all this time. Point number one. I think you had like five, 500 points there. Point number one. Someone shout plug in. And this power I'm talking about is something that's bigger than you and bigger than your denomination and bigger than your fellowship and bigger than your church preacher and bigger than everything else. I'm talking about power from another world issuing forth Pentecostal power, not just tongues. See, we Pentecostals get caught up in those tongues. We like our tongues now. Shandai, Rondai, tie my bow tie. Ma, 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 pa, 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 ka, 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 stab you in the back. But I'm talking about the fullness of the Spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost and his gifts. Don't settle for a lake. Don't settle for a puddle. Don't settle for a creek. Don't settle for a river. When God has an ocean for you. Someone shout the fullness. Shout, I want to plug into the fullness. Number one, we need to plug in to the power of prayer. I'm going to go through my points very quickly. Someone shout, just plug in. The power of prayer. It says verse 30, they said verse 31, and when they prayed, the place was shaken where they was at. When they prayed, the disciples in the early church prayed. They prayed all the time. They prayed over their meals. They prayed all the time. Even when they went to death, they prayed. Prayer, they prayed. In fact, Acts 2, 14, 42 says, and they stayed continually in the apostles' doctrine, breaking up bread, fellowshipping, and in prayer they came together they prayed prayer when the church prays it opens prison walls when the church prays it opens prison walls and opens prison doors you remember the woman named Miriam? You remember that, 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 uh, that Muslim woman over in, in Sudan who got arrested for her, her faith in Jesus Christ? They told her to recant. There she is right there. They told her and her husband Daniel. They told her to recant their walk with God and their faith in God. And she said, I will not recant my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian and I always will be a Christian. They said, well, we're going to kill you. We're going to take you out. 
She said, you go ahead and take me out. Because to be absent with the body and present with the Lord is where I want to be. And the word got out. Church, pray. Got on the national news. Got in the churches. We prayed here for her. Prayer went out. And several months later, the Sudanese government told her, get out of here. And open up the prison walls. I'm here to tell you today that when the church prays, it opens prison walls and set the captives free. When the church prays, folks are healed. You guys remember when Car- you guys remember that guy named Carmen? Satan bite the dust. Champion. Remember that guy? That won thousands of people to Jesus Christ. Two years ago, he had a cancer that was uncurable. Couldn't cure it. They said, Carmen, you'll have less than two years to live. Carmen got on Facebook. (laughs) You guys ever heard of Facebook? Carmen got on Facebook, got on Twitter, got on the social media, told the church to pray for him. Because though the doctor says he has an incurable disease, we serve a God that can heal all sicknesses and all diseases. Watch this now. So the church prayed for Carmen. The church prayed for him. And he got worse. He began to report that his back began to hurt him so bad. And the radiation was tearing him out so bad he didn't feel like he was not going to make it. He had to cancel all his meetings. And the worst was about ready to happen. But the church continued to pray. Last year, in February, he went in to get checked from his body. And they said, Carmen, the cancer that's in your body is now gone. Oh, jeez. Woo! With his stripes, we are healed. With his stripes, we are healed. I'm here to tell you today, whatever sickness you have in your body, when the church comes together, God can show up and heal you. I got one more. This is, this is more of a personal one. We used to put on these big productions years ago, Sister Kelly. Big productions we used to put on. And we had a Christmas program that we had the living Christmas tree. Can you imagine a Christmas tree all the way up to the ceiling? We had one of those. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how we passed the fire inspections back then. I don't know how the fire marshal said it was okay for us to do it, but we did it. And one year... We needed a part to make the Christmas tree work that cost $200. $200 may not be a lot to you, but when you don't have it, it's a lot. Huh? I'm talking about plugging into his power to pray. Are you still with me? Fred Boots, which, by the way, by the time when Fred Boots came at the church at this time, Fred Boots was a Baptist guy. Coming to Pentecost. Hanging out with Pentecostal folk. 
Baptist folk. Baptist people don't believe in the thing I'm about to tell you. He went to Brother Shotwell and said, Brother Shotwell, I got a need. We need $200. I don't have it. Brother Shotwell said, you know what? We don't have it either. But we can go to the source who does have it. (laughs) Talk to your grandfather, Glenn Boots. Say, come on, Glenn. We're going to pray. And they begin to pray for Fred and said, Fred, we got a need. And Lord Jesus, we don't have $200, but we know you own the cow on a thousand hills. uh, And you own the hill as well. uh, And God, uh, you are our source. uh, And we're believing you for $200. uh, And by lunchtime that day, uh, Fred Booth had $200 uh, to buy the part uh, that we needed uh, to preach the gospel. Uh, Are you hearing me today? When the church prays, someone shall plug in. Someone shall plug in. Number two, we need to learn to plug in to his passion. It says they were of one soul and one heart. In other words, they loved each other. Not Eros love, not the romantic kind of love. Had a, had a friend of mine in Bible college said, I used to tell my wife about Eros all the time when we was courting. Not eros love, not romantic kind of love, not phileo love, not you like me and love me and I love you too, but agape love the apostles had. Agape is the love I'm teaching my my, my, my school-age kids uh, to love one another. Uh, Agape love, uh, that when people are saying nasty things about you, uh, you still love them. Uh, Agape love, uh, when folks begin to backstab you uh, and speak evil about you, uh, you still love them. Uh, Agape love, when your family members thinks you're crazy going down to that church that shouts and screams you still love them family members are the hardest people aren't they they push your button quicker than anybody else but God has called you to love them to love them Agape love. Though they might be in the streets jumping rope and doing dope, love them. Though they might be away from God, love them. Down with black power. Down with Jew power. Down with Gentile power. Down with red power down with all kind of other powers. But up, 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 with the love of Jesus Christ. If the church learns to love one another, we can win this world inside of five years. Someone shall just plug in. Number three, and I'm done. Number three, are you ready for it? Here we go. Plug into his, the power of prayer. Plug into the power of his passion. Love, love. Number three, plug into the power of his proclamation. Ooh, 
proclaiming. It says, when they prayed, they prayed for boldness. Put that scripture up real quick there. Put that scripture up real quick there for number three. We got to read it. We got to read it. And I got to get out of here. We got to read it. And with great, let's, let's read it together. Ready? Ready? Go. And with Read it again. Great what? Go ahead. Great power gave what? Plugging into the power to proclaim the good news with boldness. To stand when no one else is standing. To believe when no one else is believing. To pray when nobody else is praying. To read your Bible when nobody else is reading their Bible. To be a Christian when no one else is a Christian. To declare God's not dead. Hey, hey. He's alive. I feel him in my feet. I feel him in the air. I feel him in the church. I feel him everywhere. Time to proclaim. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever men may say, he lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me alone. Life's fared away. He lives. He lives. Salvation doing part. You Sadducees and Pharisees wonder why. I know because he lives on the inside of me. Someone shall plug in. Someone shall plug in. Someone shall plug in. Someone shall plug in. The Bible says, and they said, Lord, uh, plug in. Uh, and it says the Lord shook the house. Uh, and it's time for God uh, to shake the house again. Uh, to shake the assemblies of God again. Uh, to shake the body of Christ again. Uh, to shake the Baptist church again. Uh, to shake the Wesleyan church again. Uh, to shake the stuff uh, off of us. Uh, to shake us. Uh, shake us. Uh, shake us. Uh, shake us. Uh, Shake us! Shake us! Someone shop, just plug in. Plug into his power. Plug into his presence. Plug into his anointing. Plug into his authority. Plug into his peace. Plug into his joy. Plug into his power. Plug into his love. Plug into his grace. Plug into his goodness. Plug into his righteousness. Plug into him uh, so that you can tell the world uh, out there uh, that the church is not dead, uh, but we're alive uh, and alive and well, uh, and the gates of hell uh, shall not prevail uh, against the church. Someone shall plug in. Someone shall plug in.
Someone shout plug in. Someone shout plug in. Someone shout plug in. Someone shout plug in. Some of you have been unplugged. But it's time for you to plug in to his victory. Plug in. Plug in. Plug in. Plug in. Someone shout plug in. Someone shout just plug in. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Lord, may we plug in to the power of prayer. Lord Jesus, may Westside be known as the people of prayer. Lord, we can't do it without you. We need you more than ever before. Ooh. Ooh, God, may we plug into your passion. Because the only way we can win this world is your love shining through us. Lord, we need not phileo love. We need agape love. Because, God, we run into people in this world that are hurting, that are dying, that are crying, that needs to know that they're loved. God, may we plug into your passion. Lord Jesus, may we plug into the power to proclaim I pray for a boldness to come. Everyone stand up. Lift your hands up right now. Lift your hands up right now before pastor comes. Lift your hands up. Say, Lord, I'm going to plug in. Shout, I'm going to plug in. Shout, I'm going to plug in. Shout, I'm going to plug in. Lord, I've unplugged for a while. Lord, I want to plug in. Plug in. Plug in. Plug in, plug in, plug in. Lift those hands up, plug in. Plug into his power. Plug into his boldness right now. Right now, fresh anointing to fall. Plug into his peace right now. God, plug into your boldness. Lift those hands up. Say, Lord, I'm plugging in. Into boldness. Lord, I need boldness. Say, I need boldness. So I need Holy Ghost boldness to not be ashamed to be silent no more. Boldness. 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 Shake this house right now. Shake this house right now. Shake this house right now. Shake it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Some of you, he's giving you peace right now because you're plugging in. Receive it. Some of you, he's giving you a breakthrough right now. Receive it. Some of you, he's blessing you right now. Receive it. Some of you, are walking in your victory right now. Receive it. Some of you, he's turning your darkness into daytime. Receive it. Some of you, he's giving you joy. Receive it. Some of you, he's giving your shout back. Receive it. Some of you, he's giving your song back. Receive it. Shake. 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 Devil, you're not going to have a hold on this church anymore because God is shaking this house. 
shake. Shake. I come against the spirit of disappointment and discouragement. Shake it off. I come against the spirit of anger, frustration, disappointment. Shake it off now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep plugging in. As the worship team begins to play, keep plugging in. Go ahead, worship team. Hallelujah.